hey, uh, this is Justin from the beginning of the or the end of the podcast. I get really heated, um, so trigger warning uh, for pedophilia, um, children dying, assault, assault, uh, yeah, sexual assault. Um, yeah, yeah. My name's Justin, a.k.a. Discount Macklemore. What does that mean? You remember? Okay. I mean, I know thrift store, but I don't... Or thrift... What's it? No, in the movie. Oh! Oh! I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm there now. I'm picturing it. That's a great way to start. Discount Macklemore. We're starting Divergent today. Yes. And I hate reading. You do hate to read. Um... Okay, I'm there now. I'm picturing Discount Macklemore. He really does look like Discount Macklemore. Yeah. Um, Value Village Macklemore. Yeah. So today, Divergent, the first part. I've got a lot of, like, beginning stuff to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we should just go for it. Um, this is the books, not the movies. Yeah. Um, the only thing that's making these movies, or these books, readable for me at this moment is picturing the guy who plays four. Yeah. Be a tasty boy. <sighs> Theo James. Chef's fucking kiss there on the yeah. on the casting, yeah. Um, I don't even think he looks like how I imagine the character looking. But now he does. But now he does. <laughs> okay, so Divergent was written by Veronica Roth. Have you heard about her at all, Justin? Probably not. <sighs> no. Okay, that's okay. I mean, she's written the Divergent series and a couple other little things here and there. Um, all YA stuff? Um, actually, she's taken a turn from YA, and I'll go into that in a minute. Um, this book was released in 2011 as a YA... A wonderful time. Right. As YA young adult novel, or series. And it was released pretty much side-by-side side, Maze Runner and Hunger Games. Yeah. So Maze Runner's actually what we're doing next. Um, I... Are pretty good. It's pretty good first movie. The mo- the first movie for this one, it it was pretty good. No, not Divergent, Maze Runner. Oh, <laughs> you're like no, let's not talk no, about no, Divergent no, no, anymore no, no, already. No, yeah. <laughs> if we can actually skip Divergent, mm, yeah, we do have to read it. More like Divergens. I'm gonna be honest. I've only watched the. Th- you didn't say anything about mine. Divergent. Ha ha ha. Is that better? No. <laughs> I um have only finished the series once. I don't remember. And you know me, I'm a I'm a chronic rereader. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the end at all. Um I also don't remember the end of Maze Runner and I've never seen all, all the Maze Runner movies. Um Did you finish Harry Potter the books? You're going to pull that mic plug right out. I'm not. I did finish Harry Potter when I was like 19 or 20. Yeah. I finally read them, yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you just like Got most of the way through. I was a Percy Jackson kid. Yeah. And Warrior Cats. And those didn't overlap with Harry Potter very when we much. do When we do Harry Potter, because we're definitely going to do Harry Potter, it's going to be a weird role reversal where I mo- I know more yeah. the lore than you do. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be Because I, I fell asleep to the audiobooks, yeah. like, since I was seven. Yeah. And they're good. Yeah. Minus J.K. Rowling. Um, which we're going to keep going, so... Well, I stopped. I'm, yeah. I've, I'm doing something else now. <laughs> what does that mean? I'm doing something else now for sleep. Oh, okay. Um, so the film released 
in 2014, so three years in between. Um, Veronica Roth originally wrote the book from a different character's perspective than the one, um, and switched it later. So I think that kind of, I, I think that you can see that clearly. For me personally, I don't think, okay, I, this is my next line that I wrote. I think Divergent is a great example of somebody's first work. Yeah. And I really don't mean that in a bad way. It's a great plot. The writing's a little immature. And it's clearly written by somebody who has room to improve. Yeah. Um, it also hits just, like, every stereotypical dystopian romance trope yeah. that upset me. Um, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, I also did Google controversy next to the author's name, Veronica Roth. It seems like in one of her more recent books... She had some issues with racism and disrespect for chronic pain. Um, but I haven't read the book, so I can't speak much on the issue. Just a note. Okay. All right. I like how we add in a uh, cancelables well, section. Well, I ha- I ha- we have to now. Yeah. Like, especially, like, the only one where I was like, oh, shit, I should have talked about that more was Orson Scott Card. Yeah. And I feel like we did talk about it a lot. Yeah. But the, there's always more for him. The thing is, too, canceling's not real. It's just consequences. It's ju- literally just consequences for your actions. Um, yeah. And it seems like after that book, she transitioned away from YA. Yeah. Um, again, can't speak much on it. So, Justin, you mentioned Discount Macklemore. This is what I want to ask you. I have a couple of questions here. Do not ask me, ask me who he plays. I won't. Do not. <laughs> What do you know about the book slash movie Divergent? Just the first one. Um, if you can separate them. They have a fucking Harry Potter sorting system for their jobs. Yep. Um, she's weird. She's so quirky. She's weird about the, the um, sorting hat shit. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, so it seems like not much. <laughs> That's okay. Um, what you said was, I mean, the basic crux of it. Yeah. And then plot. And then plot occurs. And then plot, yes. Um, Goodreads review. What do you think Divergent is rated on Goodreads? And I will tell you there are 3.8 million votes. Oh. Out of five. Is it in the threes? Mm-mm. Damn. Damn. Is that your guess? I, I was thinking low threes. How about high fours? It's 4.2. Oh. So it's rated really highly. Um, I think that's just the first book. Um, which Go I to have... the last book. Go to the last book. Not yet. See. Can't start there. Okay, so you were saying the Har- Hogwarts houses. Yeah. And this is my next question. This is my last question for you. There are five factions is what they're called. Yeah. What do you think they are? So they had losers... Okay. Where they're just people doing shit. Okay. You got the Smarties. Okay. Got the Fighter Boys. Okay. Definitely uh, got three. Um, I think for losers, are you talking... Just keep going. They're just common folk. I losers. Think, yeah. That's NPCs. Her, her initial yeah, yeah. faction. Yeah, okay. Um, Two more. Water Boys? <laughs> okay. No, that's not one of them. I'm not telling they, there's you anything. There's no water. Um, there's no water? There's, uh, there's no, like, standing water that they fuck around in. Okay. Right? I just keep going. I'm not um, anything. Medicine Boys and okay. Military Boys. Okay. 
I think the three you got hit the first three. Yeah, yeah. And then you fell off track. Yeah, no there. idea. Because because the they're not <laughs> important to the plot at all. Yes, that's tr- at least not in this first book. I mean, kind of yeah. not at all. But you were right. Smarties, Fight Boys, and NPCs are pretty much the three. Yeah, we main talk ones. About. I will introduce them all in a minute. Um, it's crazy. The, they're the Hufflepuffs. The <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There's a fourth one. There's a fourth one too. And they're, I've heard they're good at finding things. What the fuck? <laughs> um, but what was I gonna say? So Fight Boys, Smarties, and Losers, and then the other two would be Truthies and Hippies. And we'll talk about those. I'll go through them in a minute. But I do want oh, to tell you... Oh, are they political boys? That losers are the political boys. We'll talk about it. Okay. We'll talk about Bruno, okay? Bruno goes, me? Um, but you made me lose my train of thought. Oh, Standing Water. This book, this area that this city is in... It's in Chicago? Chicago. So there is Standing Water. There's the lake. Oh, I thought they were, like, walled off from that. You know, they never talk about it. They might be. Yeah. They go to the Navy Pier, so I figure that the lake's got to be there, but they don't yeah. talk about the lake. Okay. Weird. Do you know ba- um, boats for the lake have to be designed completely to- different than ocean lakes? Than ocean boats? Ocean God lakes? God damn. Tell me about ocean lakes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Fun. It's just because you know the that? waves are so different that it will break an ocean ship. Did you know that they... Um, reverse the Chicago River for purely selfish reasons. Yeah. And it's fucked everything up since. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I kind of... This, this I, book... Go ahead. Reverse it back. <laughs> Put that shit back. See what happens. Yeah. Um, this book is just one POV, which is way nice. Um, but because it's just one, I've kind of broken it up into like where I feel like, okay, that part of that book is done. So my own little parts. Mm-hmm. So this first bit is, I call it the, like, before. And it's chapters one through six. And this is when we're introduced to our main character, Beatrice Pryor, um, who's getting her hair cut according to the schedule allowed by her faction, which is on the second day of every third month in front of the only mirror in the house. So this is just kind of setting up her original faction. She's a 16-year-old girl. And wow, is she petite. Wow, is she so itty-bitty tiny? She's short, petite, yeah. blonde hair, blue eyes. Pick her up and throw her? Pick her up and throw her, kind of tiny. When's uh, Throw Short People Day? Is that December 22nd? I think it's the day after Christmas. It's day after? Yeah, like okay. that's how we celebrate yeah, yeah. here in the U.S. is we throw people. Throw, throw short, short people. people. Yeah, yeah. Not me. I'm five, eight and a half. I'm taller than Zac Efron. Mm. Uh, what? How dare <laughs> <kidding>. you? <laughs> Take it back. Um, I think you have to be like under 5'2 for... Throw a short person day. Yeah. That's my that's my metric, at least. <laughs> She's part of the faction Abnegation. Abnegation. I, I hate said it. it out loud in a really long time. So that's losers for you. Yeah. And tomorrow is the ceremony. She has to decide on the faction she's going to join forever. And she's really anxious about it. Do the other factions have kids? <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know if they just sent all the kids to this faction and... No, all the kids are raised in their own factions. Okay. And then on ceremony days, she has to choose which faction she wants to be a part of to permanently. To live in, yeah. But um, they get this aptitude test, which is actually what's happening the first couple chapters. Thus, sorting. Sorting, yeah. So the aptitude test will tell them what they most strongly agree with. Mm-hmm. But they can choose whichever. 
it doesn't matter, pretty much. So they could be like, you're a fight boy, fight boy. And then they could be like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm a smart guy, actually. Yeah, fuck that. Um, Beatrice has an older brother named Caleb. They're Irish twins, so they're in the same school year and things like that. Yeah. Um, that Irish twins... Thing? What? Is that a bad thing? Or were you just getting into if that's a bad thing or not? Well, I was about to say Irish twins is what I've been... I've heard my whole life people who are born within a year of each other, kids who are born within the same year. I've heard there's some controversy about it, but I don't know. I think it's because it's like the white stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, So they're both going to do this aptitude test today. Mm -hmm. And at the aptitude test, like her faction, she's got to be very quiet. She's prim and proper, but she watches the Dauntless arrive. Five boys. Fight boys are here. And they arrive from the train and they just oh, jump off of the train. They're fighting boys. Oh, they're going. Oh, they're fighting boys. And Beatrice is a very timid girl. She's got lots of thoughts that she can't share with everybody. Do they... Um, wait, 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 wait. Do the trains... Do Does anybody else use the trains? Not that I've seen. I think they use it for, like, produce and, like, okay. movement of things. But the Dauntless are really the only ones who are on the trains physically. Okay. Because in... The movie, it was, um, like a subway car. Mm-hmm. And they're standing on... So they just have empty subway cars with Dauntless standing on top of them. They're not on top. They're in the train. Basically oh. inside the train. Oh, okay. And they jump out of the train. Yeah. Okay. So, like, you know how Chicago has the L? Yeah. It's like the L, but if the L was, like, manufactured train, like, manufacturing trains they versus... They switched it to, Yeah. Versus, like, passenger trains. So, um, she's like, I can't, like, ah, uh, I don't know what I want to do. Am I going to be abnegation? Like, Dauntless is so cool. Like, I don't know. Then she has her aptitude test. Um, which and they're is, like, L, go L, back where you're from, loser. from. Um, it's administered. The aptitude test is super racist. <laughs> the aptitude test is very racist. Well, I don't know. Um, they're administered. Sh- she's being... Her test is being administered by a woman named Tori from Dauntless. She's got all these tattoos. She's in black. Oh, what? It's crazy. <laughs> Did you say she's black? She's in black. Okay. No, no, not she is black. She's wearing That's black. Crazy. That's I'm crazy. That's crazy. I've never seen that before. Um. So, like the first bit of the test, she's she's like, they're like choose cheese or a knife. She's like, no, I don't want to choose either. Fuck you. And then um, a dog shows up and it's rabid and she goes like submissive on it where she like, you know how like wolves will like bend down and like mm-hmm. show their She belt. bows to the dog. And then the dog's like, oh, gee, we're buds now. Best friends. Yeah. And then a little kid comes around. The dog's like, fuck that kid and attacks the kid and, tor- and Beatrice throws her body on top of the dog. Yeah. And then at the she end. She squishes it. She squanches it. At the end, there's a man in a bus, and he's like, do you know this person? This person is a criminal. Do you know this person? And yeah. she's like, in her brain, she's like, I know that I do. But she's like, no, I don't know him. Okay. And so when she's when she wakes up, Tori's like, give me five. She's like, what? And when she comes back. So we're skipping over that she killed the dog. She didn't kill the dog. I don't know what happened to the dog. You said she squished the dog. You said she squished the dog. I agreed with you. She jumped onto a dog. That's yeah. squishing a dog. Remember when my cousin got pancaked? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to tell that story, but that was funny. Okay. she did. The dog's not dead. It's a fake dog anyways. Still. 
It's a big dog. It's not like a tiny little dog. She no, it's still heard of big dog. No, Justin, did you forget how petite and tiny she is? Oh, okay. I didn't know she was petite and tiny. I was thinking about my three. I do not know ass. how much more clear I can make it that she is petite and tiny and small. Yeah. And she's just a little girl. Yeah. Okay. Let me make it clear. And not like in the petite and tiny that Katniss was because Katniss was malnourished. Yeah. <laughs> this is just tiny. In girl. a hot way, but yeah. not a hot way because she's yeah. 16, but. But. Pedophiles? Oh. <laughs> um. Stop making me lose. Okay. So, Tori comes back and she's like, so the test only ruled out two factions. Typically, it rules out all of them except for the one that mm. they should join. And it only ruled out Amity, Amity or Candor, which we'll go over. Amity is the one she's from, right? She's oh. from Abnegation. Okay. So, it showed, her test showed that she had aptitude for basically smart boys, losers, and fighting, which are Eurydite, Abnegation, and Dauntless. And Tori's like, oh my god. You're I diverging. ain't no beta. She's like, you're diverging. You can't tell anyone. It's dangerous. And luckily, like, they're not supposed to share their results. So she's like, what the fuck do I do? What do I fucking pick? Like, that was supposed to tell me what I need to pick. Yeah. That didn't do anything. Yeah. But she gets, like, on the walk home, she gives food to a factionless man. So somebody who's not a part of the five factions. And he's like. The caste system kind of threw them out. Yeah. And um, they get the shitty jobs in society, but she's what do you like, think the POB uh, the the POC breakdown is? Yes, and so she's shaken from this encounter, and she and Caleb talk about the test, and she's like, Caleb, like I got sick afterwards and had to go home, and he's like, No, I don't. I think you're lying, and she's like, Well, I'm not going to elaborate on it, but Caleb's really pushy about it, and they just agree not to discuss it. Yeah. And at dinner that night, she listens to her father bitch about government stuff. Hell yeah. So both her mother and father are in the government. I... Oh, they're in the government? Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Not like, oh, I can't stand what the government's doing. They're like, I'm the government. And it's annoying to be so. I'm the government, and it's really hard to keep these castes... I mean, (laughs) these... No, they're uh, good. uh, um, Less fortunate... No, this these Oppressed. are the good guys. I mean. <laughs> so um, apparently, the like main leader of the government, his name is Marcus, is under some scrutiny because his son chose Dauntless instead of Abnegation like two or three years ago. And Abnegation are those the political boys? Abnegation is politic boys. Um, also, the losers, as you stated earlier. I don't know if I called them losers. You did. Did I say water boys and losers? Is my last two? No, losers was your first one. NPCs. Yeah, I was talking about the one that she's originally from. She, yeah, Abnegation. Ab- oh, she is part of the lo- political boys right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She's Abnegation from birth. Okay. Um, anyways, so the Eurydite leaders, the smart boys, um, her name's Jeannie Matthews, is publishing really negative news about Marcus and how he beat his son, Tobias. Oh. And how, like, how can somebody who's part of Abnegation, which peach- preaches, like selflessness and things like that beat his son and be the leader of yeah i thought the loser loser boys was a separate thing from the political boys no whoa so that here i'll just go into this real quick so abnegation preaches like selfish selflessness and they're the people who um blamed selfishness for like the downfall of man hmm 
They work as the government leaders. Mm -hmm. Dauntless or fearless. Government um, leaders in such they're making policy by themselves or they are fulfilling the roles of the government. So the way their government works is the abnegation has majority of everything. And each other faction gets like one person voted in to be their spokesperson. But because abnegation is thought to be so selfless, like they wouldn't do anything so bad. They've been given the roles in the governments. Okay, so they're the villains. I guess. That's your thought? Yeah. Okay. You can't okay. just put your place yourself in a position of authority like that and yeah. be like, oh, we're listening to six people. It's fine. We're listening to everybody, guys. Literally stop. So then Eurydice is smart people. Um, they became like teachers and re researchers. Candor is like ungodly truthful law folk. And then there's Amity, which I just call Amity, which I just call hippie. So they became like counselors, caretakers, and farmers. Okay, so you got farmer therapists. Yeah. Political boys. Which, warrior boys. Okay. Fight boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, hippie boys. Or did I do that one first? I think you did hippie boys first. Okay. What is? Do I need to print this out? For let you? me let me make okay. <laughs> okay. Do another boy list. Farmer boy, hippie boy. Okay. That's one? Yes. Okay. Political boys. Who are the villains. Okay. Dauntless. Okay. <laughs> Fighting boys. Yes. The only one I can remember. Uh-huh. Then you got lawyer boys. Yeah. That are separate from the political boys. Yeah. And then, what's the last one? Smart. Smart boys. So you got political, smart, and... Lawyer. Lawyer boys. Yeah. Those are three different boys. Yeah. Okay. You good? Yep. You got them settled? Yeah. She's a part of abnegation. The political boys. Selfless and political boys, yes. You good? Feeling okay? So wait, 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 wait. Okay, no. <laughs> Is it defined by job or defined by role? It's defined by... Like character. Yeah, it's defined by like a set of rules you have to follow. They just turn out like abnegation just is the government also so like there could be people in abnegation who just like volunteer with the faction list and that's their job is there people in the government that aren't there's one representative from each and that's it there's and no then, and like, the rest are abnegation can't be in the government Not, besides the head role yeah and then in each faction there's like the leaders of the faction so their jobs are separated into this one faction does this job. Yes, yeah. So you cannot do this job if you're not in this faction. Correct. Okay. Yeah. You good? But they all live okay. together. And Ish, no. They have different compounds they live in. They all work together? They mingle. Okay. It's very separate. Okay, so it's like different states. Yeah, but like the kids go to school together. Like all the kids go to school together. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Is like. <laughs> what? Where, so you, where am I losing you? I, I'm saying them as like five circles. Okay. Okay. And then the middle circles where everybody works and does shit. Yeah. And they all do that together. Yeah. But they live and primarily reside Separately. in their separate bubbles. Yeah. Okay. You good? Yep. You sure? Yep. Okay. I'm gonna keep going. You sure? 
Yeah. Okay, just checking. I'm just checking. So, again, like I'm saying, the primarily abnegation government is receiving, like, negative hate from the Eurydite people. And they're basically like, how can abnegation preach all this, like, selflessness and, and blah 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 when their leader, Marcus, is being accused of beating his son, Tobias? Which feels like a pretty so, valid point. The president of Be Nice and Kind got caught beating his son. Not caught. Allegedly beats his son, yes. Beat his son because his son chose Dauntless instead of Abnegation. Okay. Yeah. So they're like, how can this be true? So he's the president of the whole shit. Pretty much, yeah. He's like president. And then there's like the secretaries and yeah. the Congress and House would be... Ab- all abnegation. Okay. And then there would be, like, a couple of... Whoa, a couple of extra folks. So, like, the extra folks are just the cabinet. Like, they don't actually yeah. have power in the government. Mm-hmm. They can just talk to... Yeah. ...the president and be like, hey... Yeah. ...do this thing, please. Yeah. So, are you feeling okay now? Yeah. Okay. At the end of the night, Caleb tells Beatrice that they just need to think of their families, but also they need to think of themselves to make these choices that they're going to make the day after. Yeah. And then it's choosing day. Um, anxiety who, because... So, so wait, 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 wait. It's the political guy's, the head, head political guy's son in this class of picking no, shit out? No, two years ago. Two, two years, years ago. earlier. Okay, okay. So, like, that's when it all started, is Eurydite was like, how can abnegation... So this has been brewing. Yes. It's not just just happening. No, it's brewing. Okay. Okay. So, um, they walk up the 20 fucking floors because they're selfish selfless and they're like well it would be kind so they walk up 20 fucking floors which like absolutely fucking for what reason would it be kind so that people could get in the elevator faster yeah they have elevators um and beatrice's mom is like beatrice i love you no matter what your choices are so during the ceremony except i will disown you (laughs) during the ceremony she still has no idea what she's gonna do yeah um and this one aspect drives me fucking nuts in the book. So they're going alphabetically. Yeah. Except for the person that goes in front of the prior prior siblings is James Tucker. That's not how alphabet. I spent like I put in my, I spent three minutes doing the alphabet trying to decide if I was fucking crazy or not. P comes before T. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just name that guy a different name? It, I, I was like. Uh. Anyways, Caleb goes first. Yeah, by that's the way. that's first book mistake. Right, um, Caleb goes first, and by the way, they use the same knife to cut all the kids' hands, and then they drop a little bit of blood in a bowl to choose their faction. Super cool. Yeah, um, Caleb does not choose his home faction. He chooses Eurydite, which is the smart boys, who are actively. Coming out against Abnegation, his home faction. Oh. Which is crazy. You know, like, that's a big deal. Which makes her feel even more guilty. She's like, I have to choose Abnegation. But then in a fit of passion, she chooses Dauntless. So all the Abnegation kids are getting out of there. It seems like a lot of Abnegation kids are not choosing to stay there. Yes. Um, In the Dauntless crowd, again, she's really short. Uber short. Oh, tiny. 
um, a little girl, you would say. A little, a little baby girl. Her father, like, won't even look at her in the eye. Yeah. But her mom's, like, smiling and like, hey, how's Hey, time? what's up? <laughs> and because the Dauntless are so quirky and crazy, they run down the 20 flights of stairs. They're so quirky and crazy. Oh, my God. And then their Just first... jump. <laughs> Honestly? Just do it. Their first act of initiation is to actually jump on an active moving train. Yeah. And she does make it with They're help. like, hey, this is where we how we get places, so... So you gotta learn how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Um, and she gets some help from a Candor girl named Christina. And about 30 minutes into their train oh, ride... Oh, Candor is, is um, a different faction. Candor is the Truth Boys, the lawyers. So she's from the Truth Boys. She, yeah, she's also a transfer. Okay. Is what they call them. So, 30 Well, do min- the regular Dauntless guys do this rituation? Yeah, they still uh, have to do... Rituation? Initiation, but they're separated. Okay. So... So these are all the transfers she's with right now. Most of them. She's only talking to the transfers. Okay. Because all the Dauntless-born initiates know each other already. Oh, and know what the fuck they're doing, because they've gotten around that way for... Pretty much. So, then the next step of initiation is actually jumping off the train onto a roof. Yeah. And, trigger warning, some of them don't make it. That's Um, fucking crazy. Yeah. Hey, wait, that's crazy. Yeah. Hey, wait, what? One of the girls, a Dauntless-born initiate... Does not make the jump and falls to her death. What the fuck? Yeah. Out of nowhere, dude. It's just like, whoa. And they don't, like, stop, like, holy shit. No, no, they're still going. So that's happened before. Musta. And, like, the girl, apparently she was, like, a twin, and so her other twin is, like, crying. And, and no one's paying attention no, to them. No, they're like, we gotta keep moving. Next. Because you know why? Just so brave. That's not bravery, it's that's not bravery. cruelty. Cruel. Cruelty. And the thing is, too, that's really annoying is that um, some of the kids on the train are like, I'm not fucking jumping that. Yeah. Uh, that's dangerous. Yeah. And then, because they don't, they're factionless now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So then a guy named Peter starts making fun of her for rolling her sleeves up. They're like... That girl just fucking died. Yeah, what do you mean? She's dead. She just fucking died. Uh-huh. And they're like, uh... Losers. You're the worst. You're literally you're, not brave. I'm, you're basically homeless now. Yeah. No, you are a homeless person now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... She's being called a stiff, which is, like, the derogatory term for abnegation there. Um, because, like, you're so stiff and you do things the proper, in proper ways. Yeah. Um... And Peter will be a recurring character. Peter. Then a Dauntless leader shows up and is like, hey, my name's Max. That, I believe, is Malcolmore. Malcolmore. And he's like, your first task is to jump off the ledge of this. There's like a hole in the roof. It's to jump off. It's like a 20-story building. Yeah. Because, again, they're all like old, dilapidated Chicago buildings. Mm. And they're like, is there anything below? And he's like, I'm not telling... Be brave. Honest? Like... No, be brave. That's the thing. It's like... You're not being it brave. It has to be something down there. That's her thought process. Because remember, she got smarts on her thing. Yeah, yeah. Is She's like, okay, well, they're not going to fucking kill us all. Yeah. There's got to be something down there. Water, a net, a mat. Something's down there to catch trampoline. me. Yeah. Big <laughs> trampoline. Whoa! <laughs> right back up. <laughs> Hey, we're actually meeting on the 18th floor, so... <laughs> See you in a minute. Um, 
So she actually takes the first jump, which is, like, crazy. She's a stiff. Like, I'm... Uh, what? Yeah. And she obviously hits a net because they're not going to kill every single one of their yeah. new initiates. That, that other girl who did die, that's her fault. That, that's her fault. L should have been more ones. dauntless. Like, how could she have been more dauntless? She took the jump. Yeah. You guys should have had safety measures below. Anyways. Um, and then he grabs her off the net. The hot one. Well, and the he, hot four. Yeah, and he is a young man. That's the only character's name I know because it's a number. It's a number, and we did just read a book all about the number four. Yeah. So, But this is how he's described. A young man who has a spare upper lip and a full lower lip. And he has a deep set of eyes, so deep that his eyelashes touch the skin under his eyebrows. And he has dark blue eyes, a dreaming, sleeping, waiting color. What? I don't know. I can't even imagine that. I what? can't either, because then the next, like, another description of his eyes is that his eyes are so blue that they're almost black. What? I'm like, I don't think that's how that works. So he has really dark blue eyes? Apparently. But they're very sunken in. In a hot way. Damn. So just Look picture... That. Look at that. Look at that dude with the sunken in eyes. <laughs> so just picture Theo James. This guy's Theo James. Yeah. And oh wow, Theo James is yummy. We all know that. Mm -hmm. We're all aware. We're all adults here. Well, except for Tris. Beatrice. She's yeah. 16. Four is an adult. Uh, how? What? He's 18. Okay. <laughs> Not like a crazy adult. And he introduces himself as four. And he's like, you get to choose your new, a new name. And she chooses Tris. And now she's being welcomed into Dauntless. So that was stage one. That was like what I thought the first part would be. Does everybody be. get a new name? In all the no. Factions or just, okay. No, I don't know about any of the other factions. Well, is her brother's name the same? Her brother's later? name remains Caleb. Okay. But we don't know if he was given the option. We don't know anything about any yeah. of the other initiations. So again, just real quick. I'm going to go through. We've got abnegation. Selflessness. They run the government. Government boys. Dauntless. Fighting boys. Fearless fighting boys. They they pr do protection. Eurydite. Smart. Yeah. Teachers and researchers. Candor. Leaders in law. Very truthful. Mm -hmm. Amity. Amity. Hippie. Counselors, caretakers, farmers. You feeling okay? We're gonna. So the hippie ones are the ones that actually do community outreach shit. No, the abnegation do community outreach, but more like towards those who are less fortunate. Okay. So like towards the faction list and stuff like that. So And they eat very plain meals. I'll keep going. So like I said, those are the five factions. Okay? So you will have to remember those. Okay. There Super will be glad a test. that we got all these boys organized. Me too. But there will be you heard me the test will be coming. What test? I'm going to test you. Oh. Ooh. All right. So the next part I labeled getting dauntless and it's uh, up to chapter 12. So like I said, the dauntless born initiates are separated from the transfer initiates mm -hmm. and there are only nine transfers and it's mostly Eurydite and Candor who are Eurydite is smart boys. Candor is lawyer boys. Truth boys. Um, and she's the only one from Abnegation, and there's none from the other faction Amity. What? 
You got something to say? Nope. No, okay. I am needs the hippie boys. Yeah. Because hippie boys want to be cops. Mm-mm. Hell no. A-cab. A-cab, baby. And then he's like, A-cab, motherfucker. <laughs> Four does this little intimidation thing, and Triss is like, damn, I gotta be wary of him. Um, and they're given a tour. Their home is called The Pit. Radical. I wish I lived this in The Pit. This actually pisses me off, because again, they're in Chicago. Where would The Pit be in Chicago? In the crater. What crater? <laughs> exactly. Whatever war. I guess, but it's like a dark cavern with rock walls and, you know, different paths and all that kinds of crap. And the stairways have, like, no railing because they're so brave. Hey, that's just like OSHA. (laughs) Then there's also the chasm. Maybe that's why all their buildings are shitty because all the other factions are like, yeah, we're not going in there. Yeah, fuck that, bro. That's just stupid. (laughs) Um, That's what I hate about YA novels. Uh... It's Mixing brave. up bravery with stupidity. Mm-mm. It's very brave. Okay, brave. Um, there's the chasm, which is the... Um, has a river under it. It's, um, I guess, the Chicago River. I don't know. Does the Chicago River... Yes, it does go underground in some places, but... It must be really underground here. All right. Um... They eat, and because her faction typically eats, like, such plain food, she actually doesn't even know what a hamburger is. So Four tells her. She says, burger time. And then another young man walks in, and he's got so many piercings on his face, she's like, I can't even keep fucking count of them. Because of bravery. Oh my god, that's so brave of him to get piercings. You know what's even more brave is that his hair is long and greasy. Oh. Brave. Brave not to shower. (laughs) I mean, kind (laughs) of. His name is Eric, and he's one of the five Dauntless leaders. And he seems to have beef with four. What? Hey, what up? My name's Paul. Yeah. Um, Triss is not really good at reading other people's sarcasm or anything like that. So she, like, spends time learning. And she's like, huh, I don't think they like each other very much. Hmm. Um, and she's also like, Eric's really young. And they're like, yeah, age doesn't really matter here. Um, which it should in some cases. Just putting that out. Like the 16-year-olds you're talking to? Uh-huh. Eric shows them to the dorm, and he's like, you have training every morning at 8, and there will be three stages of initiation. For stages 1 and 3, you're ranked. Well, you're ranked the whole time, but stages 1 and 3, if you're in the bottom, like, X number, you're gone. So they're just making people homeless left and right. Literally. And some of these people are like, yo, like, I wouldn't have chosen Dauntless if I knew that. And he's like, that's not very brave of you. Again, yeah. bravery and stupidity. Well, you're talking about that. That's, like, a big point for, like, these folk. Like, it's, like, Four's like, this isn't the old Dauntless, like, I knew. And Eric's like, fuck yeah, like, we're gonna do this shit. X Games mode, motherfucker. <laughs> so only the top ten initiates are actually made Dauntless. And again, there are nine um, of the non-Dauntless initiates. Okay, so... I don't remember how many Dauntless are. 90% at least. Of these folks are gone. So, she does some nighttime self-reflection, and another boy, this, like, huge boy named Al... Very cop thing to do. (laughs) What? Make people homeless. (laughs) Does crying out loud, and she realizes she doesn't feel, like, sad for him. She feels disgust. Because somebody who looks so strong shouldn't act so weak. And you know why? Boy. Boy shouldn't cry. 
Oh, boys don't cry. Their first day of practice, what do you think they do? Knives. How about guns? Is it gun safety? No, it's shooting them. Did they learn gun safety They first? did like an hour of, this is how you shoot a gun. Did they do any gun safety? So then she gets, she can shoot the gun. And she has this group of people that she's starting to talk to, and it's Christina, Al, and Will. Christina Aguilera? Yes. Um, the four of them, or then they get to go to fight class. Okay. And they do one day of technique, and then the next day they're going to bare knuckle box each other. Hey, hey. <laughs> okay, so the thing you about... You know why? Brave. Do you know... Okay, here's brave. the thing about bare knuckle boxing. Is it's so brave. No. We have boxing gloves to protect the punch, the person punching. I don't understand, because it's really brave to do this. Not the one getting punched. I'm confused. Brave. It keeps you from breaking your hand, so you can actually hit harder. Justin, they're dauntless. Did you think of that? Didn't think so. So, anyways, Four gives her some personalized tips. This is, like, day three of being there, about how she needs to use her knees and elbows, because, again, she's just so itty-bitty and petite. And he actually presses his hand to her stomach, and I, I talked to you about this, because the heel of his hand touches one side of her ribcage, and then his fingertips touch the other. So I don't know if she's talking about the ribcage or her tummy. Because if they're talking about his hand is big enough to cover his her whole tummy, that's like... A child. That's literally wrong. Like, it actually kind of makes you sick thinking about it. Is she it. prepubescent? Like, <sighs> No, she... Justin, I cannot make it more clear how petite and brave she is. She's so petite. Justin... She basically a little girl, but don't worry, she's 16, which is still a girl, but she's super petite. So she has like a body of eight year old. Literally. Yeah. And that, that's, remember how I was, not when I was making sounds earlier reading this, but like when I was reading it in the like last couple days, it's like so hard to read this because I'm like, but that's not how people look. Yeah. That's how a child looks. That's how children look. Like, not teen, not yeah. teens. And even then, like, I mean, I was way skinnier as a 16-year-old. Duh, my metabolism was different, and I was able to do things differently. Yeah. Now I'm, what, 24? My body looks completely different. And this you're is... also very, very pregnant. Yeah, well, that doesn't count right now. But, like, this is how people get disorders. Yeah. Is by having this main character be, oh, she's so itty-bitty tiny, it's like... She can't fight then. Why is she in the fight class? Yeah, she dies. Yeah. <laughs> She's so. in the fight class and she actually dies. Yeah, it actually pisses me off a lot. Um, They end up getting tattoos. And she gets a black dress and she's getting dressed up now by Christina. Yeah, everybody who got tattoos at 16 really loves their tattoos mm -hmm. still. She, she gets tattoos of three birds flying into her heart to symbolize each of her family members she left behind. Cool. Anyways, I got a tattoo when I turned 18. I got triangles. Or t uh, 18 and a half. When did I get mine first? I think you were like 20. It was Yeah, it was right before COVID. And then I got my second one during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I had to talk my tattoo artist. I was like, it's literally triangles. And he's like, that's awesome. Triangles mean blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, it's literally just it's, triangles. I like triangles. I like triangles. But 
sometimes I wish I did something different with my tattoos, and I still like my tattoos. Yeah. It's like... It's like after a certain while, like, you wish you did something different with your tattoos, I feel like. Yeah. Like, that's a normal thing. I was 16 and got a tattoo. You would have... You would have needed laser surgery. Yeah. Anyways, um, the woman who does her tattoos is actually Tori, the woman who administered her aptitude test. Hmm. You know, aptitude test and tattoo person. Yep. It's a volunteer job, the aptitude test. Oh. Then it's fighting day, and Tris is not selected to fight in her first, like, day. What? I know, shocking. But she's really grossed out by the fights, you know, like... It's hard to watch. Again, it's children bare knuckle boxing each other. Yeah. And Peter, we talked about Peter. He's got a clique of Drew and Molly. And apparently these three people have just been bullying the shit out of her since they got there. Radical. They're the bad guys right now. It's because they're children. Yes. (laughs) They're being asshole children, which is like a lot more forgivable than... Being an asshole adult. Yeah. And Al has to beat the shit out of Will, apparently... Because Eric is like, we're fighting until someone's down. We're not fighting until someone taps out. We're fighting until they're KO'd or cannot get up. Which Hey, if you wanted to stop, why wouldn't you just lay down? Yeah. And so in the past, like, they would just call it, and Eric's like, that's the way it should be for bravery and force. Like, it's fucking barbaric. Yeah. And not only is it barbaric, but also it's, like, damaging. Yeah. Like, to fight is one thing. To fight bare knuckles is another Safety issue. To fight until you're out. Yes. The the repercussions on your body that that would do. To fight until you are unconscious. Your brain wouldn't be able to handle. They fight every day. Here's the thing. Oh, they fight like that every day? Every day. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, Try to turn off the computer without pressing shutdown or. Yeah. Like beat the shit out of your computer until it. Turns off. Mm-hmm. Turn that back on. Yeah. And then do it tomorrow. See how that works. It actually infuriates, because they're 16, they're still physically growing. Yes. Their brains are still maturing. Concussions are worse when you're younger. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not good for anybody, obviously. No. But it's it's like broken bones when you're younger. You can hit shit that's still growing. Yeah. And it's a little easier, but it's still and it not still good. Stops, it still stops. It will stop growing. Yeah. But it actually... This is the kind of trope that really upsets me. That, like, this fighting mm-hmm. fight club trope in, like, books. Because it's, like, super annoying. It's like, what is the gain? Yeah. Which, I guess, is what Four is arguing. Yeah. Like, there's no gain in this. There would be gain if they were, like, technique fighting... And then there'd be, be gang, like, uh, gain if they were a gang and yeah. not like an organized. They're supposed to work with each other. Yes. Anyway, it actually pisses me off a lot, um, especially because all I can think about is the like repercussions. Yeah. On their bodies. Gangs as... don't even do this shit. No. So Christina fights Molly, and Christina gets her ass kicked, and Christina's like, "I'm out." She like taps out. Yeah. And Eric's like, "Fuck you." So right after this fight, he takes her over to the pit and then over the river and makes her hold herself on the ledge for five minutes. Cool. Uh, Which she does. And after five minutes, Al and Tris help her up, even though Eric's like, no, she's got to do it herself. And Al's like, it's not brave 
to do things like that yourself. Yeah. This is stupid and this is how people are going to die. Yeah. The next day she gets bullied and um, they choose not to react. But that day in Fight Club, she learns she's going to have to fight Peter. Pia. Pia. So Peter's the like big guy that's been bullying her nonstop. Do your, do your lowest. No. Do it. I don't Come want on. to. No, I'm not going to do this it. This is a throwback. We did this, what? <laughs> For the Hunger, the Hunger Games, Games series. Yeah, yeah. No, do I'm it. not doing Hit it. it. No. Peter. Anyway, Peter. Hell yeah. <laughs> Woo! Anyway, Peter fucking destroys her, obviously. Yeah. But she keeps getting up. She's like, I just got to keep getting up. Yeah, yeah. And four leaves the room. And that's how you die. Yes. And she's like, oh, maybe I'm not interesting enough for him to watch my fight. Because four leaves the room. Do you know people die in the ring because of mismatch? Like, yeah. I mean, Pete, okay, so Peter's a 16-year-old. He's bigger. Like, okay, Triss is petite, tiny, 5'2", let's say 100, 120 pounds. This Peter's is probably 6'2". A big 16-year-old beating the shit out of, like, a 10-year-old. Yeah, she's got the body of a 10-year-old. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that every small person has the body of a 10-year-old. We're not saying that. This, this book in particular, in particular is writing like she's the teeniest, littlest person in the whole world. And she's just a baby. Yeah. Which is gross. Yeah. Anyways, it pisses me off. But um, when she wakes up, because again, she's like, maybe I'm not good enough for four. She's in the hospital part with Christina and Al there. And Christina looks like shit because she got she was in another fight. After, you know, they're back at the hospital. Because that's where they need to go all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're still in the hospital, but Al gives her, like, a little bit of flirting. He's like, hey, queen, like, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, that's crazy. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Um, but they wonder if their parents will come on visiting day. And she sneaks out of the hospital. Oh. Because she doesn't want to give Peter the satisfaction that he put her in the hospital overnight. Peter. But she needed to be in there overnight because she was destroyed. Um, the next morning, she's awoken by Christina. Um, they've got like a little get together to go to a little outside the Dauntless area event. And she's so injured, she is unable to bend to tie her shoes. Radical. They get on the train and Al picks her up and puts her in the train because, again, she's just so petite and so so tiny. I cannot stress it enough. And, um, apparently they're going to look at the fence today. Mm. And she's like, hey, like, do you guys ever wonder what we're, like, guarding things from? And everyone's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) So no one has, like, the same level of curiosity as she does about it. They're just like, this is what we do. Yep. And at the fence, Christina and her stick together, and they learn that if they don't rank in the top five of ten... Yeah. Um, they're basically going to be the ones guarding the fence. Peter starts questioning for what his rank was, and we learn that four was ranked number one of his class, and Eric number two. Of his class. Yeah, and so four was offered, like, a government job, and four's like, I didn't want one. And Peter's like, why? And he's like, oh, uh, fuck off. Fuck you, I don't need to tell you. (laughs) A truck of Amity Amity farm workers comes round... And the Dauntless Guards check it. And Triss gets the opportunity to talk to her old faction friend, Robert, who transferred to Amity. And he's like, wow, like, are you okay? You can still transfer back to Abnegation. She's like, why the fuck would I do that? Yeah. Do you think I'm weak? He's like, no, no. <coughs> and I wrote, to be fair, she's physically destroyed. Yeah, she's This is one day after her fight. Yeah. 
And she's also not supposed to be talking to them. Uh. And so Ford talks to her and is like, why did you do that? And then he's like, also, BT dubs on the DL, uh, you shouldn't be attacking first. You might win that way. Mm. And it's like, cool timing for um, After I've been hospitalized multiple yeah. times. And, he, and she's like, why couldn't you watch my fight? And he's like, it wasn't something I could bear to watch. Mm. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't stay to watch Shelby beat either. the fuck out of each other. But he stayed for all the other fights. Yeah. She's um, that night awoken by Eric telling them they got to get dressed and go to the train. And they're also having the Dauntless Born Initiates hang out with them. Okay. And they're doing paintball, basically. Capture the flag paintball. And so Four chooses her first, and she's like, whoa. Yeah. Pause. We obviously know Four interests are the love interests here, right? Like, that's clear? Yeah. Okay. But he He's has not a... good at hiding it. Yeah, and... Um, he's a po- got a position of power, power over, her, over her. Which is what I realized earlier and today. And he's 18 and she's 16. Yeah. So, like... This is like a... a what is it? Teacher assistant? Yeah. Fucking... I wrote, like, later, I was like, okay, like, it's really gross. This is one of the no-no tropes. I was telling you about no-no tropes earlier. Yeah. It's like things like incest. We don't do that. Stop doing Stop that. Stop doing that. Yeah. City, what's it? City of Bones, I think it was. Whatever. Don't, it's just a no-no. Yeah. Teacher and student or power of authority and person under, don't do that. Yeah. You don't have to do it is the thing. Mm-mm. Is like, no one's forcing you to? No. Like, it could just be another person in her class? Yeah. Or, like... Or, like, somebody who was, like, a friend with Eric, who's there all the time. Yeah. But no, he's her teacher. Yeah. And, again, like I said, I'm just realizing now in my, like, notes, like, he's not hiding it. Yeah. He's, like, constantly talking to her. Constantly picking her first for things. Yeah. He's not hiding it well. (sighs) <sighs> Anyways, he ends up picking all the people who are small and fast, whereas Eric is choosing big fight people. Yeah. And they get to what used to be the Navy Pier, and um, they start to argue about where they're going to put the flag and what their strategy will be. And she gets tired of, like, the groups fussing. So she's like, I'm just going to, like, fucking climb the Ferris wheel. Get, get to the high ground. Cool. And Four follows her because, again, he's not very good at hiding. Hey, guys, we're going to go fuck up there. <laughs> Um, and while they're climbing, they have like romantic, ra- romantic moments. She's like, my heart is racing, but not because of the heights. It's because he's so close to me. Gross. Gross. Control your emotions. You're literally climbing a Ferris wheel. And she realizes that like, he's afraid of heights. And when she slips, his hand grabs her hip and ends up touching some bare skin. Cool. <laughs> it kind of feels very, um. Like your shirt's not long enough? <laughs> well, that. <laughs> but also like how um, Stephanie Myers wrote Twilight, very Mormon-y. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, his hand touched a sliver of her thigh. Oh, her pants were ripped. Okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Um, they continue to climb, and they see the place the other team settled. Okay. And on her way down, she missteps and is unable to get her feet down. And she's like, for help, for help. Balls. No, he just starts the Ferris wheel. And she's like, how'd you know it was going to work? And he, she's like, he's like, I didn't. You know what? Brave. Uh, actually, more of a first good try, Super I guess. Super brave. 
And when they get back to the group, she's like, here's what's going on. Here's the plan. And when they go to grab the flag, Christina, like, ends up saying, like, come on, like, let me grab it. You're already the hero. Mm -hmm. And gives her, like, a patronizing look, which pisses her off. And then Christina gets all the glory, but Ford gives her a personalized well done. What, a kiss or a dick pic? (laughs) No, well, he says well done. Oh. Yeah. They have what is a, this groomer doing? <laughs> they have a little moment on the way back, and Four's like, OMG, blah, blah, blah. And then Al, Will, and Christina, and Triss, and two people named Marlene and Uriah, who are from the Dauntless Born Initiates, are like, damn, queen, like, you're the best. And they all have, like, a gab. She's like, I can do it. I can get through this. Four is fucking weird, though. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about that? Go ahead. You know how he's fucking weird? Yeah. Like, that's... Like, I get the difference is only two years. But, like, think... Even... I don't care what the difference is. If he was 16... military higher up. Yeah, if he was 16, it would still be weird because he is her teacher. He's a fucking military higher up. What is he wanting anything to do with a 16-year-old? Let alone a 16-year-old who looks like a child. Like, I cannot make it more clear how much she is supposed to look like a child. Like, the... The oldest she looks from this is 14. Mm-hmm. From what you've been telling me. Yeah. 13, 14. Yeah. And I get it. She's 16. He knows he's she's 16. That doesn't make it any less weird because, again, he's in a position of power over her. Yeah. That's the real, like, ick for me. Like... It's like the fucking thing where it's like, oh, she's immortal. Why'd you draw her like that then? Yeah, why does she look like she's 12? Why she look like a baby? Yeah. So it's just really frustrating, too. And like I said, he's not doing a good job hiding it in any ways. Which it, which upon reread and read look through my notes, I'm like, why is he so bad at that? Like, That it's would like, seem like the exact thing you wanted to hide. If you were in a position of power, simping over one of your students, which is disgusting... Yeah. You've now put a target on that student's back. Yeah. And, like... It's just, like... Why? I don't know. Like... Yeah. It's so common in YA novels. And it's so disappointing. Yeah. It'd be like if Hamish and Katniss fell in love. Which makes me sick to even think about it. Or fucking, what, Finn and his tributes? Or yeah, Finn and his tribute. Yeah. yeah. It'd be fucking weird. Are you ready to keep going? You got what you needed out? Well, wait, he did fall in love with one of his tributes. Finnick? Yeah, didn't he? He fell in love with Annie afterwards. Okay. But yes, I suppose. But that was after they were the same like yeah. position in yeah. life. He probably yeah. wasn't training Annie. That was probably Mags or a different tribute. Yeah. <sighs> Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So in the next bit, they learn how to throw daggers and she's able to kind of get the hang of it in the first class, but they're being trained by Eric and four and Eric is like in a vicious mood. And when Al can't hit the target, he's like, get in front of the target and throw knives at him until he learns how to not flinch. Um, and Triss is like, fuck off. Like, I'm, she speaks up. She's like, that's literally not brave. Like, anyone can do that. And she ends up doing that. And, um, three knives get thrown of her and she's fine. And then one nicks her ear. And Eric's like, I'm keeping an eye on you. In like a good way. He's like, hmm. And afterwards, you know, she's like, four, what the fuck? And four's like, I'm tired of waiting for you to catch on. 
And I would have hurt you if I really wanted to. <laughs> so she realizes in the next few days that she's starting to build muscle. You know, she's starting to not look like a preteen anymore. Like um, a preteen with muscle. Yes. She's a little stronger. She has to go back to her dorm in a towel because the pants she has no longer fit her. Trigger warning. What? Wasn't she just wearing I know, I know. Trigger warning, though. Nothing terrible, but just ick and um, assault in a way. Can you uh, tell the audience what my face is doing right now? I don't even know what your face is doing. Just shock. What? Yeah, these. so there's two situations like this. One in this part and then so far one in the other part. That shocked me. I didn't remember them at all. Yeah. And so she's going back to the dorm in a towel where Peter, Drew, and Molly are there. And they rip it off. And basically, she has to run out of there naked. And, um, you know, they're making comments about her body. Like, are you sure you're 16? Things like... Those are comments being made about her actively by other people in her age group. So, in universe... In universe, she does not look like a 16-year-old. I told you that. I cannot make it more clear. So, canonically, mm -hmm. people have said... You do not look like a 16-year-old. Yeah. To be fair, the guy who says it is the guy bullying her, but he makes two comments about it at two separate parts. Um, they do have to relate with an assault that happens to her. Yeah, because a nice person wouldn't say anything about yeah. it. But still. Yeah. So she decides that she wants to hurt them, and she will. Um, her next fight is with Molly. And I she... am so disgusted <laughs> I by know, Ford. I know, just breathe. I, like, how did four become Jacob, like, fucking right. imprinting on a baby? Just because their ages are closer doesn't mean it's less ick. No, not at all. Especially, like, again, you think about it, 18 and 16 doesn't seem like a lot. But also, she is a new recruit that looks like a preteen. Yeah. And he is the highest of his class 18-year-old could have been government. Could have been military leadership. Yeah. Like, they're in two separate stages of their life. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. 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 Also, I want to say, like, Tris is newly 16. Her birthday was the day before the ceremony. So it's not like she's, like, 16 and a half, like, solidly into it. Or like, almost 17. Yeah. 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 She's almost 16, if you think about it. <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah. Take some breaths. It's okay. We've got it. It's oh okay. Oh, my God. Yep. Um, so she ends up beating and the shit... Oh. Here's the thing, too. Okay. He could be the other way. Yeah, he could he, be closer to 19. Yeah, he could be almost 19. Yeah. So it's 15-year-old and a 19-year-old, the most And extreme. that's why it's so hard to read these books nowadays. Yeah. Like a young adult, because I'm like, one... Why are we emphasizing her petiteness, her childlikeness so much? Two, why, when that is happening, is her teacher falling in love with her? I do not care the age difference. Yes. And why is it physical romance? Yeah. They've like, talked, like, four times. Yes. It can be, like, you could just build this out and, like, it'd be a remote, uh, um, like, a emotional romance where four is, like, hey, like... We need to wait. Like, we just need to slow down. This isn't appropriate. Yeah. And. No, instead he's like, egging her on. Yeah. They're having, like, this. Yeah. Like. 
He's like, I'm tired of waiting for, for you like to catch on. More like forbidden love of. Mm-hmm. And it feels forbidden. Yeah, it's well, it's a fit forbidden love right now because it feels like pedophilia. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it's forbidden because if you're reading this as a young adult, like I'm, how old was I? Yeah, twelve when this came out. Yeah. I'm reading this. I'm like, oh my god, she's so special. Four likes her back. It is not a good thing that four likes her back. I know, but say you read this at the audience age, it's supposed to come through six, 12 to 16. Yeah. You're reading this, you're like, oh my god, four is so hot and sexy. Tris is. Because he would be the other way. Yeah. The other way, he's an older, good looking guy that's in a position. And how of awesome authority. would that be if you were reading this book? That would be great. That'd be cool. Yeah. And then I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, that's disgusting. Yes. She is not the villain in this. No, 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 no. She is getting groomed by four. Yeah. And it feels like she's actively trying to ignore her feelings about yeah. it. Like, so, she says a couple different times when we just, where she's like, why is he distracting me so much? Like, yes. why am I allowing myself to be distracted? You know, like, things like that. Um, keep You go ahead, because there's a bit that happens later that I think will really piss you off, but go ahead and say But it's me. like, what is the point of this? For one. And why is it so fast? I'm sorry, go ahead. Why yes, why is it so fast? You could drag this out through the whole fucking It's been like series, two weeks. And like, you're not going to have a romance book if they're just together the whole time. Honestly. And as somebody... Okay, I'm going to say it. I actively read smut. Yeah. I'm going to say it. <laughs> I don't care that you broke your elbow. <laughs> but like... Those things, like, I need a good build-up. Like, there was, like, a book and a half where they just, these two were just, will they, won't they, and they wouldn't, they were kissing, but they weren't doing anything else. And I was like... Or they weren't even kissing where they're just piney. Like, and it was so annoying, but I was like, when they finally, I was like, yes! <laughs> and it was great. Yeah. But this, I'm like, one, again, they're children, so obviously not smut in any way, shape, or form. No, no, no. But there, I know there's a fade to black scene. Do you know fade to black? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I... It just, it grosses me out. It's a no-no trope. Yeah. You actually said one of the other no-no tropes when we mentioned incest, this, like, age, or not even age, but it's the um, power of authority. Yeah. And then the other one you mentioned earlier without knowing is the, why is this character so old and looks so young? Yeah. I hate that trope. Like, there's just no point of it. Like, she could, like... Well, one, she could be an average body type for her age group. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, not bashing on people who are small. Yeah. It's just like, there's already enough of that yeah. representation-wise, yeah. for sure. And two, like, what if she was just built? Right. Like, how cool would that be? I'd make me feel less bad about fighting. Yeah. And... Yeah. It's just all of these things that could be written differently to not make it feel gross. Yeah. But it feels gross. Yeah. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Gotta keep going. Ugh. We still gotta get through this part. And we're a lot into it. So, the next day Can she... Can we end the podcast? What? Can we end the podcast? Is that how far into it we are? No. She, um, yes but no. She ends up beating the shit out of Molly and, like, kicking her in the face while she's down. Cool. Um, and four like has to pull her off. She's like, I wish I felt guilty, but I don't. It's like that's wrong. You should still feel guilty. You should still have human emotions. For sure, yeah. 
This um, might be, we're trying to do half book episodes. This might be a third book episode because I'm fucking pissed about well, it. Well, we had a lot of beginning. We had to set everything up, go over the factions, go over the author. Yeah. So we're just, we're going to keep going because. Well, we're also not into that plot because of me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's okay. We got it. Um, there's visiting day and Eric is like, hey guys, like don't seem too attached. Like your new faction, we're like faction over blood kind of thing. And then he stops her and he's like. I may have underestimated you. You did really well yesterday. Which is what triggers her to be like, oh, f- I fucked up if he's proud of me. Yeah. Um, a few of her, a few of the transfer families are there, but she's even more surprised to see her mom there. Yeah. And she's like, yo, whoa, what's going on? She's like, is somebody visiting Caleb? Is dad visiting Caleb? And her mom says that abnegation has been denied access to the Uridite house from now on. So abnegation is no longer allowed to enter the erudite compound, which is apparently allowed. No, what what is erudite? Erudite smart people. That's okay. where Caleb goes now. Oh, okay. Um, they talk about a few things, including like they talk about a few people, and then her mom gets serious and pulls her into a tunnel. And Trish is like, "How the fuck do you know where we're going?" And her mom's like, "Shut up. How are you ranked?" She was dauntless. Her mom's like, "How are you ranked? How are you fighting?" She's like, "Um, I'm low. How, wh- what's going on?" Then she's like, good, tell me your results. Tell me them. And she goes, my results were inconclusive. Yeah. And her mom goes, shit, like, okay. All right, a lot of kids raised in abnegation get that result. Interesting. And then she's like, you have to be careful. Don't draw attention to yourself. She's like, when you're a member, I need you to go tell Caleb to research the simulation serum. And then she's like, all right, peace. And Tris is like, and then she realizes her mom used to be dauntless. So, do you think she's on, like, a mission, or she's just like, hey, uh, this is what I'm seeing, You need to. we need to do something? I honestly don't know. I Probably that second one would be my thought. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit's fucked up, here's how I can help? Yeah. Or is it, I was sent here to figure out what's going on? Yeah. 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 Um, during the discussion about pets later in a bit, they talk about the aptitude test and how it was hard to kill the dog. That was what the Dauntless thing was, was you killed the dog. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, it was really hard. And the Candors are like, you're lying. Yeah. And she's like, no, I got, I got, I tested into abnegation. Yeah. Which was not exactly a lie. Um, but then it's the ranking time. And the last four of somebody is going to lose their place. It could be any version it could be like three of the dauntless born one of the non you know things like that yeah you should have been just like i was so alpha the dog <laughs> so just, alpha that the dog Oof. just bowed down to me <laughs> um edward gets first he's just a character we've not really spoken about a Ooh, lot it's edward peter gets second will and Constre- will and christina get fourth and fifth and she's number six out of nine which is not too bad um molly the person she beat the fuck out of tells her like she's like i'm gonna get my revenge on you because you lose a lot of points if you lose to somebody who's under you, ranking-wise. Hmm. Can people get, like, ranked again that are that are kicked out? No, they're gone. Okay. No other opportunities. They're so it's just, like, nine can fight, eight and climb up. Mm-hmm. But once you're gone, you're gone. Okay. And that night, Edward is stabbed in the eye. So number one gets stabbed in the eye. And Peter and Drew are nowhere Super to be brave. seen. Super brave to stab one and stab <laughs> someone in the, in the eye. eye. Not at all cowardly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, like, comforts him and stuff. And later, like, 
what's his face? Will is and her are talking. He's like, this is not the like Dauntless. Like this is not their manifesto. <laughs> and um, what do we? I read the manifesto, and this is not in it. And nothing bad has ever happened with the word manifesto. Nope. Later that day, though. Edward and his girlfriend, Myra. Honestly, name a bad manifesto. Name one. Name one bad manifesto. Edward and his girlfriend, Myra, uh, decide to leave. And two of the Dauntless-born initiates have left, so she's passed the first round of initiation. And as she's sitting by herself, she runs into Uriah. Uriah, Uriah. Uriah. One of the Dauntless- Uriah from Naruto. (laughs) Naruto. Naruto. Um, he's one of the Dauntless born initiates and he's like we're going on a little ritual thing and she follows him I had a rest of the joke but it's fine oh do you want to do it no it's fine no okay here and then he, she runs into your what was it Uriah 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 no it's fine it's fine but you just took so long to say it yeah, yeah no no it's fine um where was it? They go to the John Hancock Center and basically zip line across the city. It's so weird to me that you just said the John. It's like, oh, yeah, they go to this real place that's real. Yeah. And uh, and not only is it real, it's the, the same place that we saw in the last book, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, They go over the zip line on this Chicago, and then she's basically, like, invited into the Dauntless Born. Like, they're like, wow, you're not a shithead kind of thing. Oh, yeah. She passed the vibe test finally. She vibe test passed. Um, and when she gets back, like, her transfer friends are kind of, like, jealous. But she doesn't care. <laughs> She's like, fuck that. So, wait. Can people transfer to a different one after getting kicked out? Or are they just... They're factionless. These 16-year-olds are not homeless. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of the second stage, well, we weren't, but it starts. And the Dauntless Born and the transfers are together now. And basically, four calls them into a room one by one. And it's Triss's turn. Oh, so they didn't kick everybody out. They're just like, here's the rankings right now. No, they kicked four people out. Edward and Myra left. And only kept nine? What do you mean nine? No, no, no. How many are there? I don't know how many Dauntless Born there are, but there are seven transfer initiates now. Okay. And she has raked six out of them. Yes. Who are the other two? Other two? We don't know. Okay. We haven't talked to the Dauntless Born Initiates yet. Okay. Yeah. So, they're gone. I'm so confused. Wait. So. <laughs> so, there's two how, groups. How many Initiates are there? Dauntless I and... I don't know. Is there more than nine? Yes. Okay. Fifty? I don't know. Okay. But only ten make it in. So... She was ranked out of all of them, or just the just transfers? The, just the transfers. And we only know about seven of them. What do you mean, we only know about seven of them? What are the other two? Who are the other they two? They left. Edward and Myra left. They're just like, peace, I'm out? Edward got stabbed in the eye. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He peaced, and Myra was his girlfriend and went with him. Okay. And the Dauntless Borns... So they transferred out. They're just they like, didn't transfer I'm... out. They are factionless now. Okay, they gave up. Yeah. They're, like, like, They're not uh, brave. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, are you good? Yep. Okay. So, basically, this next stage is a simulation. So, it's a test to teach her how to control emotions, and he watches from the computer while she's unconscious with um, some microchip in her neck. Cool. 
She's so, in the Matrix. No, so I just want to say again, four who has expressed romantic interest in this child is in a room alone with her while she's unconscious. Nothing happens. In the test, she's being attacked by crows, like lots of crows. And there's just like this weird feeling <coughs> of a hand oh, touching shush her. Shush up. And um, she like is able to calm herself down, and she's able to hop out of this simulation. And four she takes. Said, I don't. I don't care about birds. Screw them birds. Four escorts her back to the dorms. There's two more people in the waiting room who were supposed to get tested. And she's, like, shaken up, and she's like, I want to go home. And he's like, no, no, seriously, you did really well. Like, you got out of there in three minutes, which is three times faster than anyone else. She's like, okay, what's your fear? And he's like, oh, my fear wasn't so much of a what, but a who. Radical. And he's like, also, don't worry. Like, your fears are going to keep getting replaced. And so... You'll have new fears. It's fine. They have an oddly romantic moment. Honestly, that's... That's the biggest message you need to get from... What? More? There's going to be more. When you're growing up. Hey, something else is going to scare you. <laughs> Loser. So don't let that scare you too bad. Don't worry, more's, more's to come. Yep. Hey, yeah. ten years, you won't even think that's an issue. They have their romantic moment in the stairwell where she's like really close to his face and they're talking about the dauntless leadership and how things were changed. But Eric is the second choice and now he's jealous, blah, blah, blah. And when she gets back to the dorm, Peter's reading a newspaper article about how the abnegation faction is shitty. And they specifically mention Caleb and Beatrice leaving. Like, why would two of a military leader's kids choose to leave him? Yeah. And Military um, leader or political guy? Oh, you're right. Sorry, political guy. And apparently Molly gave a false quote and was like, yeah, I hear her crying out in her sleep about things liar and will grabs her before she's able to like fuck him up and they like decide to just go get tattooed um and she gets another tattoo on her shoulder of the dauntless seal and on their way back it's her christina she's always gonna appreciate that Mm -hmm. it's her christina will and al they pass four who's drunk as fuck hell yeah on the chasm or on the railing of the chasm (laughs) And he's like, he's about to chasm. He's like, Tris, come here. And then he kind of goes like, you're really pretty. And he's like, hey, girl, hey. hey and she's I'm like, a drunk 18 year old. Yeah, she's like, okay, cool. And he's like, you're not supposed to see me like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's really flirty. Oh my god. Oh my god. If okay, so I work with guards, like your lifeguard. You work yes. with children. Yes. Um, Youths, teenagers. If any of them saw me, like, plastered... Yeah, you'd be so embarrassed. I'd be so fucking embarrassed. How are you supposed to talk to them the next day? Honestly. If any of my coworkers who are all adults saw me plastered, I'd be like, that's it. I'm never... I'm I'm quitting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Will hears his, like, flirtiness, but then out of, like, kind of, like, jealousy and, like, worried about her, Elle, like, grabs her and she's, like, laughing and they're being pulled away and she's feeling very free. Mm-hmm. Um, in the simulation, again, she's in the dark in front of everyone and then a glass container is filling with water. And she's drowning, but then, like, in the end she's like, oh, I can control this and breaks the glass. She's like, that was easy. Mm-hmm. And Four's like, what the fuck? Like, you're divergent? She's like, I don't know. I don't know. What are we? I don't know. Just a baby. Yeah, just a baby. 
Um, but she's, like, not fooling him. And he's like, hide it better next time. And she's like, what just happened? This he's is also... Divergent. This is one of my least favorite second tropes. Is the um, main, like, character, like, being so hot or cold. Like, it's like, I like you. Fuck off. And it's like, really? Like, that's not a way to get somebody to like you. That's also not how people are, usually. Yeah. Um, she actually goes to talk to Tori, the woman who gave her the aptitude test. And Tori's like, okay, I know about it because my brother was divergent. They kill people who are divergent. Apparently people who are divergent are able to control the simulations, which is a big no-no. And um, once they found out, like, her brother was bragging about how good he was doing. Like, he was killing it. And he ended up passing being found at the end of the chasm. What? Can't take chasm seriously? No, I cannot take chasm. <laughs> what do you want me to call it? River, I guess? Uh, no, to keep calling it chasm. I love okay. it. I love the chasm. She, Tori warns Triss to be careful of the Dauntless leadership and that they don't really care about the fact that, like, the simulation's not the problem. Like, the ability to control the There's simulation. Else that they don't it's a like. symptom of the yeah. bigger issue. And Triss is like, oh shit rats but that's that's where we're gonna end that's 20 chapters Thank that's half god. a book god damn i got pissed that episode yeah yeah it's okay i hate this book dude already yeah he's a f there's a pedophile in it not like a not like he's a, a grooming <laughs> I'm kidding, pedophile i'm kidding i'm on your side i know like i said it's definitely a first book you can definitely feel it in the writing um, it just is ick as an adult. Yes. I don't think I liked it when I read it as a kid. I think I remember being like, it's a little slow for me. Cause like, you know, Hunger Games, you get like, bum bum, and then it's like, they're all fucking being hunted. Yeah. And then like, Maze Runner's kind of the same thing. You're in and you're blasted. Like, yeah. there's no, I don't know. Yeah. What can the... <laughs> What can the book do to make it up to you? Uh, kill him. No. That's really what it would be. <laughs> okay, we'll take that into consideration and see what happens next time. Um, kill off the pedophile, that's what I would... Mm -hmm. I would... My notes... My notes would be, uh, don't have the pedophile. Mm -hmm. I don't um, understand. And kill off the pedophile. Wow, I love that you're saying that word so many times. Um, yeah, trigger warning, let's... Yeah, you'll pop one in at the beginning, eh? Yeah. Um, but okay, folks, follow us on social medias. Um, we don't really do anything on them, but follow TikTok. us. TikTok. TikTok, TikTok. Uh, YouTube, leave us a review on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. Um, Apple Podcasts to boot. Pretty much anywhere you can listen or see podcasts, we're there. Yeah. Anything else to add? Justin really loves four, and my name's Blue, and I love to read. My name's Justin. I hate four, actually. Oh. Thank you.